Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, brought to you as always by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Virtual tours available at GaryAshton.com, the official realtor of the Titans, the Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and of A to Z Sports Primetime, Gary Ashton, your dream address without the stress. Make sure you give him a look at GaryAshton.com. Our friends at Tame the Beast, reminding you to groom boldly, reminding you to groom smartly with their fantastic hygienic products. GetBeast.com, the website. Check them out. Use promo code AZ50. Saves you 50% off. And then Tennessee Heating and Cooling. I turned my air conditioning on this weekend. Worked like a charm because of my friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Preemptive service, Regular maintenance, whatever you need, your satisfaction is guaranteed at 10hc.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Okay, so here's how we'll start. Because this is complex, and it's going to involve the President of the United States, which is going to be controversial to some of you, going to be inherently political to some of you. I understand how you feel about that, but this is purely through the prism of the conversation that Donald Trump President of the United States had with Adam Silver, Rob Manfred, and Roger Goodell about the state of the three major professional sports leagues. This took place on Friday. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. So the question that I want to know from you guys is how have you reacted to the will there be a football season discussion? What has been, because it's been a, a week at this point, longer than a week at this point since uh, Kirk Herbstreet said the thing. I would be shocked. If we had NFL, I would be shocked if we had college football. I'm paraphrasing what Kirk said, but that's the bulk of what his uh, of what his statement was. Set the world on fire, and now people have been kind of wearing on the idea of, oh, will we have a football season? Will we not have a football season? All of these things being so. So I want to know from you guys, what is your feeling on the conversation? Are you tired of it? Do you think it's worth pursuing? Are you intrigued by the possibility? Are you studying it closely? What does the will we have a football season conversation, what effect has it had on you? How have you reacted to it? Let us know in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. One person whose reaction was, I'll let you determine for yourself, whether or not Dabo Sweeney, head coach of the Clemson Tigers, whether or not Dabo was justified in his comments with uh, local and national college football media. How have you reacted to the will we have a football season conversation? Dabo, when asked what his, uh, what his ideal circumstance would be, Dabo said this, the audio courtesy of the Clemson football program. Well, absolutely. My preference is to, you know, let's get to work. And let's let's go play. Uh, that's the best case scenario, and I I, I think that's what's going to happen. I don't I don't have any doubt that that uh, I mean I have zero doubt that that we're going to be playing. Uh, that the stands are going to be packed and the valley's going to be rocking, and and you know we're going to be we're going to be back at it. I don't have any doubt. Uh, that's the only thought I got is is a is is that thought right there. Uh, all that rest of that stuff, I don't think about any of that. Uh, you know we can. It's like it goes back to when I first became a head coach. I had a lot of people tell me hey, I need to have a plan to win and a plan to lose, and you know I did that early on. And then I and then I, I hadn't done that in a long time. I I got one plan. And that's a plan to win, you know. And and if it don't go that way, well, I can figure that out in about three minutes. Uh, so that's just my mindset. 
I got one plan, and that is to get the Tigers ready to play uh, come September and uh, or late August or whatever. And and these guys are all training, you know, uh, you know, obviously. So that's my preference is that we, you know, have camp in August and and get on and play the season. And I don't I don't have any doubt that's going to be the case. Uh, I have zero doubt. I mean, this is America, man. I mean, we. I mean, we've stormed the beaches of Normandy. We've sent people that we've sent a, a, a car and drove around on Mars. We've walked on the moon. We, 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 this, this is the greatest country and the greatest people in the history of the planet. We've created an iPhone that can send up. I can sit here and talk to all you people in all these different places. We got the smartest people in the world. Uh, listen, we're going to rise up and, and we're going to, we're going to kick this thing right in the teeth and we'll get back to, to our lives. Uh, that's a long time away, man. I mean, this is April the 3rd. Uh, so I got one focus and that's, that's getting the Tigers in camp in August and, and, uh, getting ready for Georgia tech and, and getting in the Valley in September. And, and, uh, I can't wait to, to, uh, celebrate with all the Tiger fans. Uh, in fact, we got us an acronym acronym for Tigers. It stands for this is gonna end real soon. So that's the only mindset we got. All the rest of that stuff, I'll let everybody, all the other smart people figure out all them doomsday scenarios. I got one scenario, and that is uh, running down the hill and, and uh, kicking it off in the valley. Okay, so that's Dabo Sweeney, head coach, champion, Clemson Tigers, talking about he'll let all the smart people handle these things. Dabo wants football season. And we're going to break down exactly how you should react to what you just heard from Dabo Sweeney. It should be it should be noted that Dabo set, made that made that statement before uh, President Donald Trump got on the phone with Manfred, with Goodell and with Adam Silver to talk about the state of the major sports leagues moving forward. So Dabo Sweeney, the audio courtesy of Clemson, saying that he is he is preparing as if there will be football season. August is a long time away. He has no doubt in his mind that there will be football season. And apparently, Donald Trump, President of the United States, feels the same way. The question for you all is, what has your reaction been to? How have you reacted to the conversation of will there or won't there be a football season, both college and professional? I want to get your guys' opinions on it. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about it, and we'll dive into a little bit more about what President Trump said on the phone with these commissioners. We'll do that momentarily right after I tell you guys about my friends at Tame the Beast. Soap bricks, they have them, you need them at GetBeast.com. Wash your hands, smell like juniper, citrus, eucalyptus, and coconut. These soap bricks are fantastic. They help in the sanitization process that we all should be going through regularly. All of these and many other products available at GetBeast.com. I talk about the shaving cream all the time. It's incredible for my sensitive skin. I use the Tingle shampoo twice a day because I shower twice a day because I'm going crazy with, with, uh, with germophobia. I use all of my GetBeast products and they are helping to keep me safe and smell good. You can do the same at GetBeast.com with promo code AZ50. That is AZ50 for 50% off your online order at GetBeast.com. Let's read some of your comments on what Dabo just said before I give you my opinion. Uh, Tighten up, Buck. Thanks for what you do, says Nate Norris. Listen, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you being willing 
to hang with me. Jeff says, I just want a football season. I want sports in general. People are going crazy. Like, I don't, I don't think there has ever been a greater appreciation for sports or at least the distraction that sports provides since COVID-19 took over all of our lives. People, a lot of people here in Tennessee have no interest in the NBA. I bet all of the people who have no interest in the NBA and are very loud about saying that I have no interest in the NBA would be grateful to see John Morant back on a basketball court tomorrow if we were able to do so. Everybody is obsessed with the idea to get back sports in our lives. So I agree with you, Jeff. We just need sports back. Uh, I want, uh, Caleb says, I can't go a whole year without seeing the boys kicking butt in Nashville. Dirk Money Money says, Donald Trump is a bad president. I cannot wait for him to uh, leave the White House 100, tighten up. Well, and you can have your political opinions. I, I understand that the president of the United States is polarizing. You can agree or disagree with his economic and and poli- his economic policies, his political uh, opinions, all of these things. But we're talking about the conversation that he had with commissioners. Mo Alvin says, "I have no issue with Dabo's comment, and I think it's a non-issue." Also, agree with him. I wouldn't mind the NBA playoffs, says Puka. Yes, I agree. Andy De Lamar says, "Thank God for Southerners." And I want to, Andy, if you could expand on that comment because I'm I'm curious as to what you mean. Uh, I, I assume you're talking about Dabo and what Dabo is talking about, because I'm intrigued by it. If you, Andy, if you could expand on your on your comment there for for Southerners, because I think you bring up a point that many of you would echo. But I want to be able to have a I, I want to be able to have, able to have a conversation with you about it. I just don't know. I, I don't want to pigeonhole you with a, without understanding exactly the point that you're trying to make about Southerners. Brian says hard to imagine a normal NFL season without OTAs and minicamps, potentially delayed or even training camp uh, impacted. University of Missouri will not go back to school until 2021. Uh, I haven't seen that reported anywhere, so I'm going to hold off on on confirming that. Uh, Maybe if somebody could confirm that for me while we're live right now. There will be thousands of colleges around, uh, around the United States are going to be closing the door soon if there is no college football. This is true. Uh, a lot of these athletic uh, departments, a lot of these athletic programs, their funds for the year are generated. We talked about this earlier, right? Western Kentucky makes a ton of money off the ability to go play games at Tuscaloosa or at Death Valley or, or these sacrificial lamb games that so many college school plays. Jerry uh, says, my son goes there. Jerry, I'll take your word for it right now. Uh, but at this point, I have not seen that reported that the University of Missouri, maybe if you're talking about the 20, uh, 2021 school or the 2020-2021 school year, I can't, I can't believe that they would say they would not allow students back on campus until January of 2021, Jerry. So if you could expand on that for me, I would appreciate it. Uh, the question to you guys is, what, uh, how, how, how have you reacted to the will there be a football season discussion? People living in rural areas will forever have different opinions on this compared to big cities. And that is an important point that Robert Deerfish makes on Periscope. Uh, there will be, uh, there will be many differing opinions from, from rural to cityscapes, right? Because the people, the people trapped in cities are going to be much, like New York City is the worst place for a quarantine like this. 
New York City, where so many people live on top of each other, is a terrible place for this to occur. Tennessee and other and other predominantly rural states spread out less uh, less population density. New York and New Jersey, where people are crammed into more small areas closer together, this is where uh, th- obviously this is where we have seen the greatest effects. The two greatest affected states. How have you reacted to the will there? How have you reacted? To the will there be a football uh, season discussion? Would you uh, excuse me? How would you uh, how would you react to that? What has your reaction been thus far? For me, I've got here's how I feel about it. Okay, because I'm reading I'm reading Donald Trump's comments uh, as as reported by ESPN on the phone with all the major league commissioners, and I'm seeing what Dabo Sweeney has said. The clip that I just played, first of all, with Dabo. Like, you got to understand, what is Dabo supposed to say? Is Dabo supposed to piss all over the college football season? No. Dabo, Dabo eternal optimist, to, to say that he's absolute, there's no doubt in his mind that college football season will, will begin as normal, I don't think that he has the proper foresight with those things. So I would caution him against this. But, like, what are you going to expect Dabo Sweeney to say? People are crushing Dabo because they're oh he's not paying attention to whatever whatever uh, whatever is being reported what whatever the latest updates are to say that there's not a doubt in his mind that there will be no football season lacks foresight. I would agree with that, but this is also the position that you're going to put these guys in when you're asking Dabo Sweeney, head coach of the Clemson Tigers, how he feels about a global pandemic and how it's going to affect football season. What else is Dabo going to do? but maintain optimism. You have to view it through the prism. Now with Trump, with President Trump, and how this conversation went down with the league commissioners, here, here as ESPN is reporting, let me lay some of the information. If you haven't seen the quotes from Donald Trump, President of the United States, here is what was said on a conference call with sports commissioners on Saturday from Trump about the NFL. He believes that the NFL season should, now he's saying should, not will, he believes that the NFL season should start on time in September. Trump also said he hopes to have fans back in stadiums and arenas by August and September, although it is currently unclear if medical experts find that to be a realistic timeline amid the current coronavirus pandemic. This is a quote from Donald Trump, President of the United States. I want fans back in the arenas. Of course, we all do. Trump said later in the briefing at the White House, I think it's whenever we're ready, as soon as we can, obviously, and the fans want to be back too. They want to see basketball, baseball, football, and hockey. They want to see their sports. They want to go out onto golf courses and breathe nice, clean, beautiful, fresh air. Trump declined to give an exact date to reporters when asked uh, if he anticip- or when he anticipates Fan retur- fans returning to arenas and stadiums. This is from Donald Trump. And what this quote says to me from Donald Trump is that he is leaning, he's leaning more on optimism than he is on something actually grounded in fact, right? Donald Trump at this point, because I'm watching these nightly briefings as many of you are from the President of the United States and the coronavirus, the COVID-19 task force. All of these things... I, I'm trying. I'm paying as close attention to it as I can on a nightly basis, so that when we talk about these things, 
you know, I want to make sure that I'm giving you the best and most recent information. And so I'm watching Donald Trump, President of the United States, tonight at the presidential briefing. And what Trump is doing is Trump is siding more on everybody stay calm. We're going to get through this together. We're doing everything that we can. But I would like to see fans back in the stands and football season start as normal in September. And what it does is it just doesn't seem grounded in reality to me. Now, you you can take that as a criticism of the president. I know a lot of you, a lot of you will. I hope, though, that you guys are familiar enough with me and that I'm familiar enough with you that we can have a conversation about what the president said without people shouting each other down. I just think that what, what Donald Trump is saying, you can see... At a, at a night uh, on a nightly basis with the press conferences, that he is leaning more on the side of we will get through this. We are hoping that everything will be back uh, will be back as normal, and that we hope to see fans and games being played when football season is supposed to begin. Titans for Life says he's not listening to the metal, medical eps, experts. That's who I listen to, not Trump. A lot of you feel the same way. I understand those things. If you would like to express your political opinion, of course you're welcome to do so. I'm just talking about what Donald Trump said on the on the call with these commissioners and how my opinion is formed because of it. That is all that we are discussing here. If you would like to weigh in otherwise, you are always welcome to do so here on A to Z Sports Prime Time, powered by Tennessee Tickets. So with with football se- with the conversation around football season, like I'm annoyed with it. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it, okay? I am so tired of, will there be football season? Will there not be football season? I understand that we have so little to talk about at this point. But for me, I'm, I'm annoyed by it. I'm over it. I just want to see how it plays out. We, things change on an hour-by-hour basis in this country in the, in the time of the corona. The rona takes precedent above all. And so I'm tired of it because nobody actually knows at this point. Nat, Nat Geo is, is, uh, is reporting that a tiger caught, uh, caught the coronavirus in the, in the Brooklyn Zoo from an employee who was asymptomatic. Anywhere they play football with no fans. Of course there's a way that they uh, play football with no fans. Uh, Drew 3 Vols 1 asks on Periscope. Of, in fact, that's the more likely. But again, consider this, Drew. And this is the thing that you have to consider through all of these things. Until there is signs that there will be college at college students back on campuses, I cannot anticipate football season playing out as normal. Now, as normal likely means without fans. I think that's a very, very strong possibility. But also consider that you're talking about uh, you're talking about so you're talking about so many people just on an NFL or NFL or college sideline. How many how many scholarships do colleges get? Upwards of 90, if I'm not mistaken. So you're talking about 90 athletes, whether they're dressed out or whether they're redshirted. You're talking about coaches. You're talking about strength and conditioning. You're talking about equipment managers. You're talking about water boys. So many people are on college football sidelines, much less to have 22 locker rooms. All of these things present very complicated issues. And there's going to be have, have, have to be a very strict test of physicals when it comes to bringing... Uh, athletes back in the locker rooms and back onto on the professional or college football fields, especially college, when you're dealing with the lives and the livelihood potentially of guys 
who whose whose well-being you're responsible for, right? That's the thing that college coaches tell to all of the student athletes' parents. You know, we're going to keep your son or daughter safe under our watch. Well, now you have a much much different set of rules to abide by with all of this. Appreciate you for continuing to put out solid content, Buck says David MTO8. I appreciate that. That's why I think NFL more realistic than college, says Puka. I would very much agree with that, Puka. And also, it helps that it's just simply a later start date, even if these things are affected as we go along. But let's move on. Because I want to talk about something that did take place this weekend. Something that went on as scheduled. WWE pushed ahead with WrestleMania 36. And it was still on, at, as of, I believe, as of the time that we started this show. Gronk officially won WrestleMania. I want to know, what was your interest, scale of 1 to 10, in WrestleMania this weekend? What is your, uh, what is your interest level uh, in WrestleMania, scale of 1 to 10, with, uh, with the idea that there was nothing else going on in sports? It's the first thing that's close to sports that has taken place. Now, no fans, stu- TV studio broadcast, all of it much, much different than your typical WrestleMania. But with it being the closest thing to live sports that we've had, I want to know from you guys, scale of 1 to 10, what was your interest level in WrestleMania this weekend? I have a Gronk video, of course, to play for you. I will get to that momentarily. Drew Vols, uh, Drew 3 Vols 1 says 0. We uh, WWE having big issues streaming, says Puka. And that's interesting because that affects many, many younger eyes such as me. I, now I have I have traditional cable because I you know I I need access to all of the sports networks and it's just easier. And plus my cable bills are write off because <laughs> I work from home. It's a tax write off. Uh, so I'm cool with having cable. I'm one of the few people my age that actually has cable. But I want to know scale of one to ten. What was your interest level in WrestleMania 36 because it was the closest thing to a return in sports that we have had? Weigh in on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. While I tell, while you do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The real estate business rolls on through COVID nineteen, and they are do they are taking extra precautions to make sure that you, as the client and the staff of the Ashton team, are being safe in their day to day. That's why they're offering virtual tours at Gary Ashton. Your dream address without the stress, still possible. Don't sell without the intel if you're in the market to sell your home, still possible. You can have home showings without having any of the stress of having people in your house. You can quarantine and still show your home at GaryAshton.com with these virtual tours that the Ashton team is leading and and implementing with their process. Check out GaryAshton.com, the official realtor of the Titans, Preds, Nashville SC, Top Golf, and of A to Z Sports Prime Time. Now, I got my dream address without the stress before, before the Rona, but in the time of the Rona, it is still possible for you to do your real estate due diligence on either side at GaryAshton.com. Our friend uh, Gary Ashton, whom will be a guest on the 615 Sessions podcast. We're going to talk a little more in depth about the real estate market, along with a lot of of other stuff, but I've, I've we've had pretty good conversations with local business owners, as well as the sports conversations on the six one five session. So be looking for that rate, review, and subscribe anywhere that it is you get your podcasts. What scale of one to ten? What was your interest level in WrestleMania this weekend? I saw a lot of negative comments on Periscope. I want to know from you guys 
what your interest level was on both Facebook Live and on Periscope here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Gronk was the MC. Gronk ended up winning WrestleMania 36. But I wanted to know exactly what this was going to look like because WrestleMania was taped, but it was taped without fans, and that very much affects the product. Here is your host. Welcome to WrestleMania. Many of you know me as Rob Gronkowski, three-time Super Bowl champion football player. But tonight, I'm here as Gronk, your WrestleMania host with the most. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome you the first ever night one of WrestleMania. Because this year, WWE looked at everything we got planned and said, nope, this party's too big for just one night. We need two nights for this action-packed, title stack beast, and we need your boy, Grok, to host it. And I promise you this, they picked the right man for the job. Because I know how to start a party on a Saturday night and end it 30 hours later. So sit back, crack open a beverage, forget everything going on in the world right now, and let WWE entertain you for the next two incredible nights. But right now, I need my good friend, Mojo Raleigh, to join me. Oh yeah! What's up, Mojo? What's up, boy? How you doing, baby? You know, for the most hyped time of the year, you need the most hype superstar here. That is true. But you know how we do it, babe? Yes. Time to get hyped. Let me get some chops, baby. Three chops. One, two, three, and one more. Oh, one more for good luck. Okay. There it is, baby. Okay. So there's the video, courtesy of WWE, of MC Gronk being a meathead, as we all expected. Gronk to be. And Gronk, uh, maybe he gets better at these. I think they tried to play to his strength, which just let Gronk get up there, let him be a goober. People will laugh. But how does that work without fans in the arena? That is the question I'm asking you. Because scale of 1 to 10, what was your interest level in WrestleMania taking place over the course of this weekend? A lot of you saying zero. I understand why that would be the case. A lot of you not interested in professional wrestling. I am one of those people. I have zero, scale of 1 to 10, I'm below the scale, zero interest in WrestleMania. But what I was intrigued with was how something like this would carry on without fans in the stands. So a 10 from the perspective of how do they pull this off as a television broadcast? Because Gronk, like I have very, very low expectations for Gronk. Gronk is somebody who's celebrated as, a, as, a, as a, one of the most beloved athletes, Gronk is considered interesting on the scale of football players, which is a very, very small scale. Football players are usually dull. Gronk, just because he's a giant, dumb puppy dog, people seem to celebrate him. Gronk, honestly, not that interesting. He's just willing to do stupid stuff, which makes him inherently more interesting. Gronk is not going... This is not playing to the strengths of Rob Gronkowski to not have fan energy to feed off of, even if WrestleMania is super produced. And... Vince McMahon, an exceptional job with the television aspect of these things, right? We know that Vince McMahon is going to pour his heart and soul into this because he knows that this is an opportunity to get more eyes in a time when there is zero going on in actual sports. Maybe you can catch a couple extra people, a couple extra dollars with the WWE and WrestleMania. But with this particular aspect, this is a really, really tough thing to put on. And I, I talked about this earlier. It, WrestleMania and like late night talk shows, like Stephen Colbert is my favorite of the late night talk show hosts. I know a lot of people don't watch 
late night talk shows because they get their clips on social media and it makes you not actually have to watch the talk shows. But I watch Stephen Colbert still just to kind of get that perspective. And it's very, very strange for Colbert to be doing an opening monologue without an audience to feed off of when he's rattling off these jokes. That's a tough job. Like, I'm used to doing this without interaction. Now, the solo shows are different. You guys are great with interacting through the comments. There's no way in hell I could talk for an hour or however long without you guys participating as a solo show. This would be a train wreck. I do not have that many interesting things to say. It's why I appreciate you guys being able to come in here with me. And I, I get to play video clips that, you know, give me a break just from talking. It give gives you a break from just hearing me yammer about whatever the topic of the day is. But zero for the actual event of WrestleMania, a 10 for how they pulled off the television product, because that I was very curious about. want to read some of your comments, though, on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Before we move on, what was your interest level, scale of 1 to 10, in the WWE in WrestleMania 36? It is only about a month in, and we're trying to extrapolate that out. Five months, the models change on a daily basis. Dean Ward's talking about football season there. Lewis Chesney uh, says it should be uh, enter stadium at own risk. Sean Gill says, speaking of WWE, will the XFL survive only having a half a season? I would think so, because they've got television contracts already in place, but I don't know. This is, this is tough times. Kimmel admitted it's been tough, says Puka, talking about TV uh, or late-night shows without studio audiences. Been watching him and Colbert. Zero, lost re- interest in WrestleMania in the 80s. That's from Brian Malone. <laughs> Kevin Tubb says it seems even more staged now, I stopped watching WWE when it was WWF. Lucas Burks agrees with Matthew's statement. A lot of you out on the wrestling at this point. And I understand. Wrestling, it's a tough thing to come to, especially late in life. Like, I didn't, I didn't grow up with, with WWE or WWF or any of these things. So I have no attachment whatsoever to wrestling other than when The Rock became a movie star and when Hulk Hogan had a VH1 television show for a while because I thought his daughter... Uh, I thought his daughter was attractive when I was, what, 10? <laughs> whenever, whenever Hulk Hogan hits <laughs> VH1 MTV. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but they had a show, and I enjoyed it for a while, and mostly because Hulk Hogan was a crazy person and the family was crazy, and it was, uh, I think, I don't know if a sex tape was made while the TV show was made, but all of these things keep you engaged uh, with the life of the Hogan. So that's the only wrestling connection that I have in my life. Let's move on though to the Tennessee heating and cooling heat check. Who got hot? Who cooled off in sports this week? And we, despite having no actual sports, we have many candidates. Doesn't have, and again, doesn't have to be in sports. I have one from sports. I have one not in sports. My hot, my my heating up candidate, sports. My cooling off candidate, not in sports. Want to know from you guys who is your Tennessee heating and cooling heat check of this weekend? Let us know in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will get to those shortly, right after I tell you guys about our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10hc.com, the website. 10hc.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Your friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. They will guarantee your satisfaction on all of your HVAC needs. Your residential service, they've got you covered. Three Areas are three ser- three business fronts 
in Middle Tennessee and Southern Kentucky. Our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, they span the tri-state area. They roll around in the volunteer orange trucks. You see them everywhere that you go, and you know that they are going to deliver, to deliver because they deliver on the satisfaction guarantee. 10HC.com is the website. They present the heat check, Tennessee Heating and Cooling heat check of this week. For me, as we take your comments here on Facebook Live and on Periscope, for me, one person has gotten hot over this week in sports for the wrong reasons, albeit, but one person is heating up, and that one person is Rex Ryan. Well, I agree with Dan on the fact that I wouldn't have paid this guy. To me, this is the biggest disappearing act in the National Football League. He doesn't show up on the road. He doesn't show up against, when the competition's good, when he's against the top corners, that guy disappears. And to me, he reminds me, it's only one time that I can remember in, 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 in recent memory on elite receivers and disappearing acts like Amari Cooper. That was the kid that the Raiders had uh, a few years ago. Oh, that's right. That was Amari Cooper. This is who he is. And, Dan, he doesn't love football. Hell with it. He stops his routes. He does all this. I wouldn't have paid this turd. No way in hell. All right. No way in hell would I have paid this guy. To me, you pay Dak Prescott. Forget all those numbers. That you know They're number one in the league because of Dak Prescott, not because of this guy. It's a deep draft at receiver. They made a huge mistake right here. That is Rex Ryan calling uh, Amari Cooper a turd on national television. The career of Rex Ryan heating up for the wrong reasons. It's like a coach on the hot seat. Rex Ryan, hot butt. Rex Ryan, Tennessee heating and cooling heat check of this week. He is our candidate because Rex said the thing carried all of us through sports on Friday, through sports talk at the very least. Rex Ryan had to put out a public apology. He said uh, he called Amari Cooper a turd. It's completely off base. It's also factually inaccurate that the one time Bilba, uh, that uh, Amari Cooper had a bad game, zero catches for zero receiving yards, was against Bill Belichick. Like, everybody has the Bill Belichick game. And honestly, in the playoffs, Amari Cooper hasn't got a ton of opportunity, but he's been productive in those playoff games. Who is your Tennessee heating and cooling heat check of the week. Jeremy Pruitt, says Robert Deerfish, has been on a hot recruiting trail. The Vols seem unbothered by uh, COVID-19 and the recruiting uh, the recruiting efforts. Who is your Tennessee heating and cooling heat check of the week? Robert Deerfish nominates Jeremy Pruitt. Please weigh in on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We'll get to yours. Uh, we'll get to many of yours uh, here on the show on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Powered by Tennessee Tickets. Jeremy Pruitt, we're going to talk about Jeremy Pruitt later on this week. We haven't talked about the Vols very often. There's been very little news with the Vols, right? Spring spring ball is supposed to take place here in the next couple weeks for all of the SEC programs. Makes it a lot harder when you have a global pandemic that prevents you from having spring football and then the spring games leading up to it. But Jeremy Pruitt, I think, is uniquely equipped to help Tennessee through this particular period of time. The Vols have massive expectations heading into next year. And the expectations are going to have to be relative to everything that's taken place this offseason, right? It's been totally insane. We have no idea what exactly this is going to look like. But Jeremy Pruitt, and we'll talk about this later in the week when we do an actual full-blown Vols show, he's a legit candidate for the heat check this week, the Tennessee heating and cooling heat check that we do here on the primetime show 
every Sunday night, presented by our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Jeremy Pruitt, maintaining recruiting, helping to keep this program on the rails, doing everything that any co- college football coach can do at this point. Uh, I think that Rex Ryan, or excuse me, that Jeremy, Rex Ryan, not 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 a good job, Rex Ryan. Uh, good job out of Jeremy Pruitt at this point. We'll talk a little more about what exactly gives him the ability to help Tennessee through these particularly trying times. We'll do that later this week. My cooling off candidate, Tennessee heating and uh, cooling heat check. Who's who's getting hot? Who's uh, cooling off? Doesn't have to be in sports. Normally it is, but we don't have sports to talk about. Mookie says first responders, docs, nurses, cleaning staff has been en fuego. And I would agree. But the people... (laughs) Here's, here's my cooling off candidate, and a lot of you gonna get a lot of you gonna get upset about this. I understand we are we are I'm I'm not I don't I don't think I'm technically a southerner. I'm from southern Indiana. I've lived in Tennessee for five years. It's like two hours away from Nashville where I'm from, but I don't think Indiana is considered the South. And Southerners get to make the decision on that, whether Indiana is part or southern Indiana, ten minutes from Kentucky is considered the South or not. But my cooling off candidate. Tennessee heating and cooling heat check. My cooling off candidate is the South. Because, guys, these heat maps that are coming out of the South and how how far behind everybody in the South has been, or at least the Southeast, to implement shelter-in-place protocol and all of these things, my cooling off candidate is us collectively as a region of the country because of things like this, the video courtesy of CNN. Driving out of this Ohio parking lot, is a woman who just attended a church service with dozens of other people, including children. Can I ask you about your decision to go to church to be inside that building? I wouldn't be anywhere else. Aren't you concerned you could infect other people if you get sick inside? No. People who don't go to this church? No. I'm covered in Jesus' blood. I'm covered in Jesus' blood. But what other people who don't go to this church who you might encounter? All of these people go to this church. No, but you're going to be in places where other people I go are. to the grocery store every day. I'm in Walmart, what? Home Depot, all of those people. But you people. could get them sick from what happens They the could church. get me sick, but they're not because I'm covered in his blood. Thank you very much. <laughs> let, me, uh, let, me start, let me start here by saying this because we've talked... We talked about the President of the United States, and now we're going to talk about religion and the South. <laughs> All of this during a global pandemic on a sports show. I can't, I can't understand how many of you would be fed up with me after tonight. But here is why, here is why the South is the cooling off candidate of the week. 14 states, 14 states in the South providing exemptions for gatherings, religious exemptions because of gatherings. Guys. What are we doing here? And I, I, I have complete and total respect for people of faith, no matter what the faith is, because they are able to place, they are able to get some, some sense of hope, some sense of reward, some sense of, some sense of just internal peace from faith. And I have a, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people who are religious in this regard, but, I mean, the excuse cannot be, I'm covered in his blood. <laughs> like, that sounds, that immediately sounds like something that should be quarantined. No, no, I'm not, I'm covered in his blood. That The, the blood of, uh, uh, the blood of whatever higher power, not going to keep the Rona from getting you. It, it is, the Rona does not discriminate. Does not discriminate based on creed, sex, faith, religion, uh, ethnicity, whatever the case may be. I'm covered in his blood is not a reasonable excuse for having 14, uh, 14 states in the South providing religious exemptions for gatherings 
uh, in a way that is wholly unsafe. Like I said, rule will always be ba- be in their own world, just how it is, says Robert Deerfish. And I understand why many uh, many people feel that way. But my God, we got to do better about this. Religious exemption is stupid. Uh, problem, they still do it when not exempt. Yeah, I mean, people are going to break the rules. Uh, we're, we're in this position because of science deniers and because people don't like to follow the rules, especially when it gets sunny out and everybody goes stir-crazy because, God forbid, they stay at home for three weeks uh, as the biggest means of, of helping everybody as a country, as a, as a planet, for God's sakes. Anyway, cooling Tennessee heating and cooling heat check. Heating up Rex Ryan's career because he called Amari, uh, Amari Cooper a turd on national television. And now his butt, like as like during his time as a coach, his butt is hot. He's on the hot seat. Rex Ryan career heating up. Cooling off the South relig- religious exemptions for gatherings uh, because we're covered in his blood. I'm sorry, that is not a feasible excuse. Let's do better as a population. Let's do better as a region. Let's not be behind the eight ball in this particular regard. We can be slower to do a lot of things. Here in the South. Totally fine with that. I understand. Uh, but and, and again, complete and total respect for people of faith. If you have faith in something, I applaud you for it. I, uh, I, I, uh, I understand, you know, I understand how important that is to people, especially right now when you're looking for any glimmer of hope and any, and any, anything, anything that you can just kind of cling to and say, okay, you know, sense of community, right? I understand, truly, I understand why these people feel this way, especially how many people are devout uh, re- to their religion in the South. I totally respect that. But let's not be stupid about it. Let's be, let's, you know, you can practice your religion and also not put others at risk. And I'm sorry, again, covered in his blood, not a reasonable excuse. Randy says, I took a voluntary layoff for my own health and safety, says Randy. Uh, that is uh, that is very, uh, very... Uh, uncommon, I would say. I don't think a lot of people are enforcing their own layoffs um, for your own health and safety. But Randy, I do respect you for it because that can't be an easy decision to make. Good job out of you, Randy. Uh, our church streams everything, says Puka. Live stream the church service like mine did today, says Mookie. In my neighborhood in North Nashville, I saw a church service happening. Everybody was socially distanced, six to ten feet. The pastor preaching on the steps of the church. Everybody spaced out in a parking lot. There couldn't have been more than 15 people there. And it was a really cool thing for me to witness um, because a lot of people need that right now. And so, again, if you're religious and you, 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 you're, you're looking for something, clinging to faith, looking to your faith to get you through this, more power to you. Everybody needs something. But at this point, let's just at least be cognizant of the issues that are around us, and let's not use the excuse uh, "I'm covered in his blood" as <laughs> as a reason that you're going to be protected from the Rona. Like let's let's just do a tad better than that. <laughs> and I love you guys. I love all of you. We talked about the president of the United States. We talked about religion here tonight. And we talked about the pandemic, and none of you, none of you, mother effed me the way that I was expecting. So I appreciate you for your your patience and for your and for your restraint. Because those are not easy things to have right now. I want to thank you, as always, for starting your week with us. We're the first thing off the bat. We're leading the Rona, the Rona content charge here in sports. And we will do so Sunday to Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, until they shut this bad boy down. Which they can't. Unless the Rona can, affect, the Rona can infect a tiger, the Rona can infect you and me. It cannot affect the internet, nor this camera. So we will be here with you until they tell us otherwise. And there will not be... 
uh, there will not be a time where we are told otherwise because we're the biggest and the baddest and we get to do what we want around here. And we appreciate you for that because you make it possible. Who also makes it possible are the people you need to support. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast, promo code AZ50, groom boldly, groom better, groom uh, groom as often as possible at this point because you need to. Wash your hands at GetBeast.com, promo code AZ50, and our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, 10HC.com. Use them. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. They are the best in the business, and we, uh, we appreciate all of our fine sponsors here on Primetime for making this bad boy possible in times where very little is normal. This show stays normal. I mean, honestly, guys, we haven't had much disrupt our routine, and we are going to be better for it. You all are going to be better for it, and we're going to do it together. I will see you guys tomorrow night. Austin and Zach, they got you covered on these very same streaming platforms, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. They will be adequately socially distanced, PTI split screen, the whole thing. So until tomorrow night, I will see you. Uh, And as always, fam, peace and love.